This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I am joined today with Marty McCoy of... The Lonely Ones. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. How are you? we just kind of kick it off uh shauna reached out and to do the interview is there you got some some secrets you want to announce right off the top or or you want to talk about talk about the tour you want you want to get some, you want to throw some blabbermouth headlines out there real quick say some controversial uh, stuff yeah i don't know if i want to end up on blabbermouth that's <laughs> usually never good um our, our new single uh bedroom doors out and it's rocking across the charts everything's going really well spotify numbers are up radio stations are playing it um, people seem to really dig it. It's definitely a different kind of style that we went for. Once Jimmy took over on guitar, we kind of got just, I don't know if you've, you've met Jimmy. I don't, mm-hmm. uh, sure. he's not, he's not a metal guy. So we just kind of faded out of that metal thing. And it's more of a rock kind of groovy, dancey kind of feel stuff. And that's the way the new direction of the band's going. And I'm all for it. 
Cool. So that's officially, that's what I was going to ask and, and kind of get everybody up to date. So, so that single is that that's the first one with, with Jimmy moving from bass to guitar. Is that yes. accurate? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's what I was asked too, as far as like, I have my, I think I have my numbers right here. I think I've, I have nine singles since the Lonely Ones were first announced like early 2020. Is that so? Yes. Okay. So that, that sounds like almost an album, man. We we have enough stuff for an album. It just, I don't know if it makes, I don't know if it makes sense to do albums anymore. Um, I mean, especially a band our size. I mean, once we get to the level that I want to get to, um, it would make sense to release records. But right now it's like, I mean, I want to put one out because I'm old school, but I just, the way people get music, it's like they, if you release an album, they just cherry pick the singles off of it anyway and never look again. And I get it. That's what I do too. You know, I can complain about it. I I do the same shit. Yeah. So kind of like the, that was my question is when you, are you hitting the studio per song or do you bust out like when you did bedroom door did you record a few at the same time or how is how's that how's that worked usually it depends it depends it depends on financial uh budgetary restraints um now that we're back now that covid's uh, you know over and we're back able to tour and stuff again it's a little easier to get the studio but when when covid was happening and we weren't making any money because we're just you know brand new band brand new band didn't even have a t-shirt ready or anything um you know we planned on hitting the ground running. So we were recording songs at a time. Then now we're going in recording clusters, five, four to you know six songs at a time. Um, and then you get a little, when you're doing singles, you get a little bit of time to listen and go back and go, ah, let's change this. And you can totally rewrite a song. So um, yeah, I, I would love to go in the studio for four months and, and go in there and grow a beard and be a weird, you know, 24 hour a day, uh, uh, <laughs> crazy person in the studio. But you know, that day, you know, we've had sessions like that. Um, but you just, you just take what you can get, you know? Okay. So like when you did bedroom door, you maybe did more than one that time. We did five. Yeah, we did five, five that time. Ones, yeah. Okay. And that's all with Jimmy now moving from bass to guitar. And that's the kind of the yeah. new setup. Okay. And I don't know if people know this or not, but Jimmy has always been a ripping guitar player. Yeah. Jimmy is a monster on the guitar. He just played bass. Cause it was, you know, that was the place to fill and, and he wanted to be in a band. He's like, let's go. Whoever, you know, we don't have a bass player. I'll play bass. Let's go. Um, but Very he cool. is a, he is a crushing guitar player. Um, did you want to talk more about those, those singles, like the plans for that? Is that kind of, we're going to start releasing singles rapid fire. Um, you know, it's, we're in a band. That's what we do. We write music. We release songs. Touring's awesome. Um, t-shirts, all that stuff's great. But our sole purpose on this planet is to release music. So we're, you know, the, the waiting and let's see if this is like, I, who cares about all the little, is it perfect timings at this, that it's just released this gun songs out. Um, people are waiting on music and let's, let's be the ones that keep giving it to them. Cause if you don't, they'll forget about you. I don't remember the last thing I looked at on Facebook 15 minutes ago or TikTok five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, oh, that's hilarious. And then it's out of your brain forever. So you, in this day and age, you got to beat people over the head. And I don't mean, you know, people, I, I'm one of them. You have to right. beat people over the head before they, you know, take a second thought. Um, so that's the new plan is to, you know, flood people with new music and, and hopefully it's good music. I think it is, um, mm-hmm. but just keep hitting them with it. And then one day you turn around and there's, you know, 60, 70 songs out and you've got quite a good catalog going and, and some, you know, fans that follow you from the beginning and fans that are starting to discover you now and you want them to have enough 
to to feel like it's a journey instead of you know here's one song or here's a whole album that I'll never listen to. It's just like just keep slam hitting them, hitting them. It is Don't hard. Let them get away from you. you know? <laughs> That's right. It is hard because like I, I'm like once a year we always do our like best of episodes and you know, the best albums and everything. And I for the first half of the year I've I, I started writing it down. I've and these are artists I love. And I've forgotten because you don't have the physical as much. How much? How many albums come out? And you're like, fuck! I listened to that for three weeks, over and over in April. I forgot it came out this year because you go on yeah. to the next thing, right? Yeah, or you know, even even bands that I love, I'm like, shit, they put a record out when? <laughs> right. so, you know, it's not. It, it's just we're so attached to our phones, and we're so um, you know, so much information at all the times. It's like no wonder you're overwhelmed. Um, like I said, you just got to, once you get somebody interested, you can't let them go because somebody else wants their attention. And, and there's hundreds of thousands of things out there that will grab your attention. You know, the next cat video, um, the next, you know, guy not sacked to his leg and catching his friend on fire and uh, that kind of stuff. It's like, so if you're going to play this music game, let's play the game and let's put out music constantly. Well, that kind of leads me to the next question too, which was, you know, I came upon you guys from from your original, you know, formation of or version or, or whatnot of Boba Flex. But now, all of a sudden, you know, I know we're here to talk about Lonely Ones, but all of a sudden, bam, little curveball gets thrown out about yeah. about, about two months ago with uh, a blow your dreams to the sky. And so, Sean decides. Like, can you talk a little bit about that too? How, how the yeah, two absolutely. entities exist, and you guys just played like a, a show, at least one, or has it been multiple? Where you Boba Flex? Three. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Sean wanted to, you know, Bowflex was a touring machine and it was a blast and we had built this really big thing, but it was, you know, time consuming. It was, we were home, you know, we did 158 shows one year and that doesn't count travel days. And, you know, that's almost on the road for an entire year. You know, that doesn't right. count. That doesn't count radio. That doesn't count acoustic performances. Doesn't count rehearsals. Doesn't count studio time. That's just shows that you're on stage. and and it was brutal, but I loved it, you know, um, and Sean loved it, but Sean, you know, Sean has a daughter and she was turned 13 at the time. And he was like, um, you know, I'd like to be at piano recitals and, and volleyball games. And I've missed a lot of them. And he's a great dad and he's went to a lot of them, but he was missing a lot of things. And, and it was sure. pretty, pretty brutal, hectic schedule. Um, so he, you know, he said, look guys, I, I can't do this anymore. And we were all devastated, but we understood. So, we decided to start loans. And then we said, okay, so this is going to be our thing. Boom, let's hit the ground, run and go. It's going to be a building process. It's scary, but it's also exciting. Well, Sean set home for two and a half, three years. Right. He decided, well, maybe not completely <laughs> done. And yeah. then the beautiful thing is, is you know, um, you know, I my dream as a kid was to be a working musician. And so I, now I'm in two bands. Bogleflex um, isn't going to, you know, be the steamroller that it was, but we still get to come back and, and, you know, a couple shows a year, play some really big shows and, and, uh, and still record music to, like I said, like I said earlier, you know, you, we are in this to make music. So you don't have to leave home to make music. You can still be in your bed at nighttime. So we're going to keep doing that. And it just keeps me fresh and sharp. And, and I get to do two bands and, and, constantly being creative and constantly having something to do with music so that I don't have to go to Amazon and push boxes. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> that so, sounds dreadful. Yeah. So, so I guess, 
is also the I, so so Boba Flex will still have singles come out here and there too. Is what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And we're going to ramp that up too. Um, okay. Like I said, that's the, that's the new thing. That's the new mindset. Is like you know, release music. This is what you're here. For, you know, it's what you spent all your time in your bedroom learning how to play guitar. So let's let's record and get stuff out. Um, okay. Yeah. So that, that's the plan. And uh, um, is it also part of it more that uh, let's just say in your, your certain pocket of Michigan, West Virginia, that maybe Bobo Flex the name could demand, you know, as far as like attendance, is that part of it? Too? Oh, it like, yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. More than a pocket, Bobo Flex can play yeah. almost anywhere in the United States and, and sell out of place. Um, we, we had a gun and, you know, we had it going. So the fact that it's going to be very, it's not going to be like it used to be makes the attendance even more like, Oh, I have to catch them because they're not coming back five times this year. Like they used to. Okay. So what you're saying is that I was thinking that maybe bubble flex would only tour right in that zone. Cause what you said, as I understood earlier too, is that, you know, the touring is what you had to stop doing there. But so you actually would bubble flex actually would go and tour more than just the, the Midwest. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably like a week or two runs, um, you know, and, and plan them out strategically. Like, you know, um, I'm, I'm not really sure. So we're talking okay. about that's it. fine. We've got, couple, we've got a couple things going on. Um, I'm not sure how long Sean would be able to tour or Jake would be able to tour. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely talking. I mean, we just rehearsed yesterday and it was so much fun and it was so easy and everything just clicked like it was yesterday that we started. For a man that's easily confused like me, so the uh, the lineup is tell me. So when it's Bobo Flex, it's Jimmy back on bass, and then you yep. you and your brother is guitars. Yep. Tommy, and, okay, Tommy on drums always. Okay. Tommy's always on drums. Okay. Greatest drummer I've ever played with. Only drummer I ever will play with. Um, uh, Tommy on drums, Jimmy on bass, Jake Early on guitar, my brother and I switching guitar and vocals. So 
obviously nothing's written in stone or anything like that, but do you plan on doing the dual shows if it goes out? Because I, that, so. that's, I that's, think that's amazing to me. Like if I, I'm, yeah. I'm in Denver now, you know, and, and I was in that area where you guys played before. And I was like, I was like, fuck man, for the fans, this is great. Cause I like the new band and I like the old, I'm like yeah. just to just see a set, but that's a monster night too for everybody I mean, involved. Yeah. I mean, but you, you know, you get, you get in better shape that way when the tour is over. It's like, <laughs> I think I've lost eight pounds. There um, you go. I think so. I think it, we're already on the bus. We don't only have to add one more guy. Um, and for, for the lonely ones, it would be huge for us. It would, right. you know, people that aren't quite sure yet, um, or, or, you know, cause I get messages every day is the lonely ones. Are you in the lonely ones? Is this a new band? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be huge for us and we would help draw. Um, and we, I like to keep it in the family thing. You know, I wouldn't go on immediately after I would go local, lonely ones, local, right. local flex. So I got a second to catch my wind. Um, right. But I think it would be great. Um, and, you know, there would be a certain uh, members that would make uh, a lot more money. <laughs> sure. I think business-wise, it's a smart move. Same sound guy, same bus, all that stuff. Um, so I think, it, yeah, I would definitely love to do that. And I think okay. it would be huge for the lonely ones. I think it would help us break into the people that were confused or, or just didn't know. Um, we'd be like, oh, shit, I get it now. Right. No, I, I think that would be phenomenal. And, and for fans, I mean, it's just – more music. Well, if you want, you just have a few minutes more. Uh, last time, somehow we we fell down a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories with uh, <laughs> with uh, uh, Tom Hanks and uh, uh, harvesting, uh, you know, babies or whatever it was. You know, like I that. knew that they were false, and come to find out, I was correct. <laughs> but uh, any other new uh, new conspiracy things you've fallen down? Yeah, you know, you're on the bus a lot to entertain yourself. Any new ones uh-huh. that you you enjoy? <laughs> I kind of backed out of it a lot. Like I kind of found that I was wasting my time um, battling against people that needed me to understand them instead of hit them in the head with something. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I think you, you know, it, it was a scary time during COVID and then uh, I know, you know January 6th. And then the, the, there was just a lot of really stuff, crazy stuff going on. Um, I was here in Columbus, Ohio and, you know, with the black lives matter protests then turned into full-scale riots across the country, and that was scary. And then the school shootings, and there's just a lot of a lot of horrible, horrible things that are going on that that start out as a good thing. Um, you know, the January 6th protests. I mean, that was horrifying. I was like, oh my god, we about lost our democracy on that day. And you know, you get people that are wrapped up in these things and think they're doing the right thing, um, and to just smash against them and say, you're an idiot. It doesn't work. Um, so I've kind of backed off and, and just been a lot more loving and understanding, still have my, my views and, and what I think is right. I just handle it in a different way. Um, I okay. just don't bash people over the head and say, you're stupid. And, and how could you feel this way? And it's like, you know, it's, you know, saying the election was stolen. It's like, I know it wasn't stolen, but when you have the president of the United States, it's, at the time saying it was stolen. It's like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I understand why they, they believed it. It was sure. like the, you know, the guy that everybody looks up to said, it. I mean, even, you know, I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but he was our president. So he, he's got some power um, and people believe him and, and they did. And it was really horrifying and scary, but I think people are really starting to, to notice that that was all crazy bullshit. Um, I yep. knew it, but 
you know, my aunt Tina did not know that. <laughs> right. And you see it online and yeah. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Like, instead of, you know, hitting them with a sledgehammer, it's like, you got to kind of be like, no, uh, you know, if, if that, that, you know, I'm a liberal. If the election was stolen, no, I'd be right there with you. Like, you can't do that. That's not how it works here. Right. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't stolen. Um, sometimes a side has to lose. There's two sides. One side has to lose. Sometimes you don't like it, but you have to be able to, you know, believe in democracy and believe in your fellow Americans that that's, that's who they wanted. It's not who I wanted, but they spoke up louder than us and that's how it has to work. And this whole polarized thing, it's just, it's getting so ugly. It's like, we, we better change our ways or it's, you know, we're not going to survive another hundred years as a democracy if this is the way it's going to go down. So how about uh, with with that channeling like your anger or frustration and whatnot? I mean, Bobo Flex has always been, to me, and Lonely Ones has always been kind of this beautiful melody with a dark undertone. You know what I mean? Like has this these choruses that are just fucking as big as the, the sky, and, and but but like the uh, like the way out. It's a dark ass song. Yeah, right? yeah. Like that. Yeah, but it's but you can hum it. It's 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 catchy, That's, but there's some you, the you eternal eternal sadness. Holy shit. But it's but it's inspiring too at the end of it. So is that kind of like your is that uh, a yeah. little frustration gone into that? Well, yeah, you nailed it. That's the way I always like to write music. Sounds like a party, but it's actually a nightmare. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like that. It sounds beautiful, but it's actually really ugly. Um so yeah, I, I definitely think like online I'm a lot nicer to people and I'm a lot more understanding. Um, but I also have my outlet in music where I can write whatever I want and sure. you can enjoy it. You can agree with it or not, but it's damn catchy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just a better way to do it. It's a, it's therapeutic and, and I can say things that I want to say that I wouldn't, you know, yell into somebody's face. I can yell it into a microphone. And, um, as long as it feels pretty, maybe it gets a little farther. Maybe the message gets a little farther and maybe it doesn't offend people so much. And maybe, they listen and subliminally they come. There you come go. <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's the other thing too. It's like what I learned during COVID and, and all that stuff is, is I was wrong a lot too about things, things that I was a hundred percent about, like, yeah, this is, this is how it is. And you guys don't listen and you're just going to, and then come to find out a year later that, well, I died on that hill and, and mm-hmm. that's all it is. It's a corpse on that hill. Cause you were wrong. So gotcha. But the, but the dark, Dark uh, subject matter, like I'll blow your dreams to the sky. Was did somebody have a home invasion? Is it a cautionary tale, or where did that yeah. come from, man? Because that came out, I was like, holy shit! The video, everything like that. I'm like, it's absolutely a cautionary tale. Um, there's some, you know, we're from West Virginia, and the pill epidemic came through there and just wiped everybody out. Okay, and all of a sudden, you know, went from not having to lock your doors to having to have your gun in your unlocked, laying by your bed. Um, so some crazy things have happened to some friends of ours. Um, I live in Columbus, Ohio. It can get a little wild up here. Um, but it's also the, the fine line of, you know, being from West Virginia and, um, it's like, I don't want to take your guns away. Um, cause there's a necessary reason to have them, mm-hmm. but I also don't want you to be able to, um, beat the shit out of your wife and kids and get caught for it four times and then go buy a gun tomorrow. Um, there's some common sense things that should be happening, but as Americans, we should be able to protect ourselves. Um, and it's very, you know, it's very rare that someone's going to come into your house 
But if they do, you should be able to send them back out and wish that they never walked through that door. And that's my redneck sensibility that'll never go away. You know, I mean, I'm very liberal, but I also have several guns. And I, you know, you, you can't come in here if you're not welcome. Right. Yeah. If you come in here to do some kind of harm, you're going to go. You're going to wish that you didn't. Have, I think everybody should have that right. It's necessary. If not, we just all not have any TVs or any jewelry because we just get robbed constantly. So that's what that was right. about. And my brother knew my brother, he wrote it. He's very smart. <laughs> he knew our fan base was going to go, hell yeah, brother. I didn't know if something happened to a band member. Um, like no, I mean, you know, things have happened. People try to kick our doors in. Jimmy had something crazy happen to him not long ago or somebody okay. tried to kick like kicked down two different doors trying to get in his house and he thought he was going to have to he, luckily he didn't have to but he thought something it was really bad um so and just living in the city stuff like that happens people whack out on drugs or, you know mm-hmm. luckily the person that was a thought he was at the wrong a different house so didn't get you know nothing horribly tragic had to happen but it definitely got to the teetering on the edge of well i'm gonna have to this is gonna have to stop but i don't have to stop this now um, yeah. And, you know, there's always that fear and there's always that, you know, you protect your family and you have the right to. Um, so that that's where that song came from was just things that happened to friends that we know and, and band members that we know. And, and just like and just American general. It's like, yeah, I don't want to take your guns away. You should be able to. It's just a hot button topic, too. It's like, sure. yeah, yeah there's, and, and, and it's understood. There's one side that, you know, thinks we should be able to have guns falling out of the ceiling. There's the other side that thinks we shouldn't have guns. And I think there's a middle lane and it's like, you should be able to protect yourself because you may have to, and mm-hmm. you will be very upset if you've got a pair of kitchen shears when, the, when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. No, all I know is that the, again, one of those songs that catchy as fuck, <laughs> dark, dark as fuck. You know what right I mean? On, yeah. So the, uh, but yeah. So anything else you want to mention as far as like, uh, so it sounds like we're going to get four, at least four more singles over the next year, oh, yeah. right? As we far have, as lonely ones, yeah. We have seventeen songs recorded. Whoa, hold on now. So you have seventeen songs recorded that are not released yet on the lonely ones yep. alone. Yes. And then Bubble Flex. Several songs, yeah, in the works okay. and recorded. Yeah, so we use you know we use our downtime pretty. Uh, not much downtime. We just get to come home at night. Okay. Damn. Okay, that is many seventeen songs ready to roll. You're like the Prince Vault. You just got them locked, ready, ready to go. You're you're good to go. I don't know if any of the songs are as good as his, but we got a bunch of them. <laughs> you got seventeen. Okay. You know the. I think you guys announced the Lonely Ones right when the COVID started. Am I right? Or is it release was it release our first single the day that they shut the world down? Is that actually a fact? Absolutely a fact. Wow. Okay, yeah. and it was close. I wasn't sure it was right then. Yeah, so. I was like, had everything planned out, and when that happened, I was like, well, <laughs> Jesus well guys, we have our first uh, our first hurdle. If we can make it over this, then nothing can stop us. And you did good, cool man. Well, good talking to you as always, Marty. Oh man, thanks for having me. Thanks, uh, done a lot of podcasts, and really excited to do this, one, man. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's always raining in my head, and I can't get out of bed. I got to. Eternal 
Smiling 